Good morning, everybody. Welcome to uh, Wednesday morning prayer time. Tate's Creek Presbyterian Church. My name is Mark Randall, I'm pastor of Care and Community. And I want to welcome you this morning to our brief time. We'll be in Word a little bit, and then we'll spend some time praying, uh, continuing our Advent uh, season of asking the Lord to renew our longing for Him, uh, asking the Lord to open our eyes more and more uh, to Him. Particularly this week, we'll be focusing on spiritual warfare and the reality of one of the reasons that our longing is conflicted uh, is because we have an enemy who does not want us to long. Uh, so we'll we'll deal with that a little bit this morning. Uh, I hope these times are being uh, beneficial to you uh, as we go through Advent virtually. Um, you know, we have this uh, this weekly rhythm of on Tuesday, Robert did a teaching. I hope you watched that uh, yesterday. Just kind of uh, fleshing out the sermon a little bit more. Today we have our prayer time. Uh, tomorrow we'll, uh, we'll release more of an application uh, of these uh, principles and things that are going on. Last week is his uh, deal with our Mercy Fund was really, really good. And just so that you all know, and you'll be updated more, but uh, the response of giving to the Mercy Fund on Sunday morning was, was great. Uh, so thank you for your generosity there. Uh, so we are going to get going into this brief liturgy. Uh, hopefully you uh, received an email uh, from earlier uh, this week. It should have come on Sunday afternoon, where that's going to happen for the next few weeks. Uh, just a reading guide for the week that uh, kind of some Advent-type passages, uh, some a, a brief liturgy with prayer. We'll end with uh, the Lord's Prayer. Uh, so if you uh, have that uh, and you want to pull it out, that would be helpful for you to uh, have in front of you, as I'll be uh, using this briefly this morning. Uh, last week, I will I'll just give a personal update, but I shared last week that uh, uh, my son and I tested positive for COVID, and I, I just want to personally thank you all for uh, the way you've reached out, the way you've ministered to us. Uh, so many of you have prayed. You've told us that you were praying. Uh, several of you brought meals to us unannounced. Uh, thank you for that. That's like the best gift ever. Uh, but just so you know, we are uh, doing much better. Our symptoms, by God's grace, were never too severe. Uh, but Keaton and I both still don't have perfectly good uh, smell or taste, and uh, we're looking forward to that coming back. Uh, Keaton's doing fine. Uh, it, it does appear that youth is the best medicine for COVID, and uh, as a 16-year-old, he, he really has done fine with it. We're hoping uh, Lisa and Sarah are not positive. <laughs> They've been tested. We're waiting to find out the results of that. Um, so now, let's get to our... Um, <clears throat> liturgy here. Let me uh, give our opening prayer, and I'll read some passages to us, and I'll say a few things, and then uh, spend a little bit of time in prayer together. Uh, Lord Jesus, you're the author of our hope. Our hearts and minds long for a world filled only with the peace which you will someday bring. As your people, we long for our salvation to be complete. We long for our lives, our families, and this world to experience exclusively your perfect will. As our King and Defender, you are worthy of our praise. And during the season of Advent, we recommit our trust in you. So that's what uh, this day is about. So now, as we long for Christ and his return, I remind you again of Robert's sermon on Sunday uh, from Matthew and from Revelation. Uh, as a reminder uh, that Jesus came and defeated our ancient enemy, Satan, uh, exactly as prophesied in Genesis chapter 3, which we also read on Sunday morning. 
And yet part of the ongoing and the great drama of our lives and the life of the church is that every single day we have this enemy. Uh, we long for the day when Satan's final destruction comes, and yet it has not yet happened. He's been defeated, but his final destruction is not here. So every day we face sin. Every day we face temptation. Every day we face brokenness and heartache, and that is part of our journey. If you look back at our passage, uh, I'm not going to read everything that Robert did on Sunday, but uh, I do want to read um, the Revelation passage. And just, just this image of what our lives are like uh, as we wait on Christ's return. This is Revelation 12, verses 1 through 6. And a great sign appeared in heaven, a woman clothed with the sun, with the moon under her feet, and on her head a crown of twelve stars. She was pregnant and crying out in birth pains in the agony of giving birth. And another sign appeared in heaven. Behold, a great red dragon with seven heads and ten horns, and on his head seven diadems. And its tail swept down a third of the stars of heaven and cast them to the earth. And the dragon stood before the woman who was about to give birth, so that when she bore her child, he might devour it. She gave birth to a male child one who is to rule all the nations with an iron rod. But her child was caught up to God and to his throne. And the woman fled into the wilderness where she has a place prepared by God in which she is to be nourished 1,260 days. <clears throat> I want to attempt to explain this morning all the imagery here, but note that the church of Jesus Christ is currently led by our king who came as a child who now is in heaven, and we as the church live waiting on him where we must be nourished. He promises to nourish, but we must be nourished. What a beautiful picture of the church right now. This is who we are as we long for our Messiah to return. We wait, we toil, we labor, we persevere, we experience victory, we fail, we love, we struggle to love. All the while, we long for our nourishment to be complete. So understand this this morning, <clears throat> as we lead to our time of prayer, that part of this nourishment is our ongoing relationship that we have against this enemy. And what this causes us to do is to lose sight of the reality that there is a spiritual battle. Again, if you have your liturgy here, let's look at our confession of sin. And just this reminder of how we long for simply our lives to be easy, and we don't want to fight against this enemy. Let me read this to you, and just in the silence of your own heart, uh, spend time personally confessing your sin to the Lord. O oh Lord, in the midst of this Advent season, we confess that our longing for you is conflicted with a desperate hunger for our personal comfort. We long for lives of ease. Yes, we long for our salvation to be complete, yet we are lazy in our sanctification. In this pandemic, we long for our lives to be, quote, back to normal, when in reality, we should long for you to return and sin to be no more. Forgive our forgetfulness of the spiritual battle which surrounds us. So let me encourage you today uh, to spend time confessing that what we deep down long for is just for our lives to be easy. But yet what the church has always been about is that we long for so much more than that. We, Lord, we long for Jesus to return and for our ancient enemy to be gone forever. 
Let me encourage you with uh, your assurance of pardon this morning from Luke chapter 2. Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace among those with whom he is pleased. In church, in Christ, he is pleased with us. Uh, our daily readings this week on Wednesday, I encourage you to read Micah 3 and 4 and then Matthew uh, chapter 11. In Micah chapter 4, verse 9 and 10, I won't read it now, but it's a picture of how there is a battle and yet at the end of that battle, God's people are redeemed. And I think, again, that's a great picture for us this morning. So let me pray for us. And what I would love for you to do this morning is to simply recognize the, the reality of the conflict that we face and the reality that uh, we are prone to be people uh, who will believe the lies of the enemy. Uh, Satan is known as the father of lies. So you need to know this morning, you're being lied to. You've been lied to your whole life about yourself, about your loved ones, about your family, about your work, about your responsibility. Satan is constantly lying to you. What I want you to do today is to simply acknowledge one of the ways in which Satan lies to you and preach the good news to yourself of Jesus Christ that these things are not true. I don't know what that is for you. Uh, maybe you've doubted his love for you. Maybe you've doubted his provision for you. Maybe you've doubted his providence in your life for the future. But whatever it is, will you admit the truth uh, that you are being lied to and then accept the truth that in Christ you are going to be fully redeemed and that you can trust him today? You know, as I've thought about this passage, uh, I love this picture of us being nourished. We can't be nourished if we don't admit that we are sick. And Satan's lie to us has a tendency, it will make us miserable for the rest of our lives if we're unwilling to admit our need for help. So I'm going to pray for you now. I encourage you to spend time praying today for uh, yourself, for your family, for churches throughout the bluegrass, and then we'll end with the Lord's Prayer. So join me now as we pray. Father, I <clears throat> thank you for your word. I thank you for your promises. Father, remind us afresh this morning that, that we as your people, we are a scattered people. We are refugees living in this world, totally dependent upon you to provide for us. Father, in uh, your blessing to us, we are conflicted that we long so much for heaven. We long so much for our salvation to be complete that we forget where we are now. And when that happens, we are people susceptible to believe the lies of your enemy. Uh, so we confess that to you now. Father, I pray for TCPC. I pray for all of us who uh, belong to you. Lord Jesus, would you give us spiritual eyes to see uh, the spiritual reality this morning? Uh, we reject uh, the lies that Satan will tell us. Oh, Father, would you help us today by your Spirit to believe that we are deeply loved by you, that we are accepted by you, that you are proud of us that you have a future for us, that we can trust you, even in the midst of this pandemic, in the midst of all these things. Oh, Jesus, help us to see how you see us this morning. And now we pray, Lord Jesus, as you have taught us to pray, we, uh, we join together. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. May your kingdom come and your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts as we have also forgiven our debtors. 
And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. And all of God's people said, Amen. All right. Have a good day, everyone. Good to be with you this morning.